Welcome to Facts in the Field with Ag Valley, where we discuss agronomic and agricultural topics to help keep your operations successful. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Facts from the Field. Today we'll be discussing the importance of residual and pre- and post-chemical plants for corn and soybeans. I'm Randy Nelson, the Agronomy Location Manager for Maywood and North Platte, and today I have Willis Rupert, an agronomist from our Maywood location. Thank you for having me today. So Willis, what is a residual? Well, herbicides work in varying amounts of time. The length of time is known as the residual. Residual herbicides are herbicides with long-ranging effectiveness and can either be applied pre, post, or some of them can be applied both pre and post. Okay, so what is the importance of it? Why do we need to have residuals out there? Residuals are important because they can apply them before the crop has emerged to kill the weeds that are already sprouted, and then they will be keep killing the weeds up for up to a few weeks, and this gives us time for our post-emergent application so we don't have the weeds out there competing. Okay, so... Along those lines, you know, we've, we've heard that uh, old adage of stay clean, uh, start clean, stay clean. And so this really is what that's all about, is get things cleaned up and put down a residual. Yes, if we can have the field clean when we apply the residual, that way we get a nice blanket cover out there so the weeds don't have a chance to come up. And then it makes the rest of our post-emergence applications a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. And also, in case of a weather event, when we don't get there when we need to be, this gives us a little wider window, so... We don't have that escapes that when the weeds get too big. Just can't rely on contact herbicides anymore. Just round up every chance. It's just not going to work. No, the, the, I think them days are past us now. So Okay. Okay. So what types of uh, residuals would you use in corn? Well, there's quite a few we can pick from. We have uh, Outlook, which is a kind of a shorter product so it the residual doesn't last as long but it doesn't take near as much to rain to get it incorporated we're talking 2500 some for maybe the dry land acre that so we have something there and then we also have our s metallic ore which would be our dual it's going to be a little bit longer and then we also have uh, acetochlor which would be in warrant and then for our longer residual we have the zidua which you know, it's going to last the longest, but it also takes more moisture to get it incorporated. We're talking at least a half inch to 60 hundreds of moisture to get it incorporated. I see. So if you're relying just solely on the Zidua aspect of it in a dry land, if you don't get the rain, it's not going to work for you then. Not as well. If you don't get the rain early to incorporate it, yeah. I should say. Okay. So you mentioned doing some residual in a post application as well. And uh, I assume for that it's so that you can extend your window out there again as well? Yes, if we can come in early before the weeds have even started to emerge with our post and lay down another residual, we'll have a lot better weed control throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Well, and one thing that we've seen, especially uh, back east in the I-States, and it's coming here as well with uh, resistance management in the weeds, and uh, a lot of our weeds are getting resistant to those contact herbicides. But so far, we still have a lot of residual options that we can look at. Yes, because they say anytime the weed gets over three to four inches tall, our contact herbicides just won't work on the mm-hmm. resistant weeds. And that's kind of our biggest thing is we need to spray when the weeds are that less than three to four inches tall. I see. So I know I've used this uh, saying before, and uh, basically three to four inches, that's kind of hard to tell looking at it what how tall that is. But... If you take a credit card or your debit card and put it on its side, if the weed is taller than the card, then you're pretty much throwing your money away at that point. Yes. Okay. 
So talking about resistance management on the weeds a little bit and why we use these residuals, I mean, Palmer amaranth has really gotten to be a, a bad problem out in our part of the world. Could you touch on that a little bit? Yes. Um, the When one plant goes to seed, it produces up to a million seeds per plant. But the one thing about it, though, is the seed is only viable for three to five years in the field. So if we can get these residuals out there and start you know, limiting our seed bank out there, we can start to get back ahead of these after some of these past few years that we've had problems in these fields. Because mm-hmm. Palmer amaranth is definitely, uh, we've seen it resistant to uh, to your contact herbicides. It's just so many growing points on it that it's hard to get a good kill. So anytime you let one of those plants get through, like you said, there's a million seeds on that plant. Yes. So just letting one go through this year, next year is going to be a, a big nightmare. Yes, because even the ones on the borders, because the combine will run that through and then we'll spread it across the field and it's just going to compound the problem mm-hmm. next year. So we want to make sure that each year we rotate, uh, whether it's rot- through rotation or through herbicide rotation, we're putting down residual each year to stay out ahead of it. Yes, we, we need residuals every year in these crops now. So is Palmer really the, uh, I know that's not the only weed we have to deal with. No, we have, most of our broad leaves are becoming resistant to Roundup now, and mainly that's just due to the size of them. But. So when you use a contact herbicide like a Gramoxone, then you're not going to be able to catch all the growing points. If you let one growing point go through, you're going to see that weed continue to survive. Yes. So Roundup, uh, it does move in the plant a little bit. So we will see you don't have to have as good a coverage as you do with your Gramoxins or your Liberties. But at the same time, it's just not as strong on the uh, on the weeds. Yes. So now, Willis, a lot of guys are going to say, you know, that residual, I don't know if I really want to spend that kind of money on it. So what are the economic benefits of putting on the, the residuals? Well, corn yields... Uh may be reduced by up to four bushel an acre for every inch of weed height over four inches. So if a young corn plant has to compete with weeds, this results in improper development causing the corn plant to grow taller to try to get the sunlight and then it won't develop the solid root system that it needs which will allow it for maximum grain fill. Mm-hmm. And we've seen studies as well and talked to your local uh, Ag Valley representative for that but uh, there's studies out there for, like you said, catch, capturing the sunlight and uh, plant orientation. So if you get too many weeds early, it can orient your leaves on that corn plant just enough to where it's going to be fighting getting sunlight later in the year as well. Yes. So, well, as we talked about the corn there, uh, let's switch gears a little bit and go to soybeans. I know uh, a lot of the, the products are going to be the same for both, but maybe talk a little bit about the benefits in a soybean. Well, with soybeans, we can use most of the same chemicals. We also can add sulfentrazone, which if we put that on before the beans emerge, it has a long half-life, which gives us a long residual for it against the Palmer amaranth, which is one of our main ones in soybeans. Mm-hmm. And now with the soybeans, you know, we're, we've got a lot of talk about the extended max and having that dicamba available for using in the beans. and. And now we got Enlist out there on the market, but it's still going to be beneficial to throw in a residual with these products. Yes, it will, because the the beans are a short statured plant, and if we're planting them on 30-inch rows, it takes so long for our canopy to make our natural defense for the weeds. So 
that's where the residuals really are nice because we can keep the weeds at bay until our soybeans have a chance to canopy. shade out there. Okay. So, Willis, when we're talking about putting on these residuals, I assume because they're going to be staying in the soil, if we double up on the ends or we get too much overlap, what, what, kind, of ex- what kind of results should we expect? Well, we can see crop injury with wrong kind of conditions environmentally, but usually they'll grow right out of it, so that shouldn't be a major concern. Okay, I just want to make sure that if the grower is spraying it himself, that he's aware that uh, unlike, unlike Roundup or Gramoxin, these are going to be residual herbicides. They stay in the soil. They're going to be active once we get a little bit of rain, and so you can keep seeing some activity on the on the crop yes well thank you willis for joining me today on facts in the field i'm randy nelson with ag valley co-op thanks for having me again and if you have any questions please contact your local ag valley agronomist and set up a meeting to discuss your weed programs thank you thank you for listening to this edition of facts in the field for more information about ag valley co-op visit us at agvalley.com and follow us on facebook and twitter